Good morning at the shank of the day on this Thursday morning at Wax. It's chore time. I'm Bob. And I'm Scott, and we've waited a long time for July because of the big event coming up in Eau Claire County. Absolutely, but there'll be a lot of big events before that. Oh, hey, it's fair time. Well, and we got the uh, Wisconsin State FFA Convention next week you in bet. Madison, the 92nd, and uh, I think they've got an appropriate theme this year, too. One word, unstoppable. And I think that's uh, very appropriate. It'll be a very, I don't know, interesting convention, to say the least, without Jeff Hicken, who we talked about, uh, who's been the, you know, the curriculum advisor for agriculture and uh, state FFA advisor down to the Department of Public Instruction, and unfortunately passed away here two, three weeks ago, and uh, it won't be the same without Jeff in Madison, but I know they will press on. So lots of things going on. Big report yesterday, yeah. too. Yeah, there there are a couple big reports coming up. Um, that but uh, that acreage outlook stocks report uh, shows we've got a bunch more corn and soybeans this spring but not than as we did much, last year. Well, not as much as they yeah. thought. I mean, uh, you know, the right. ending stocks are down. Corn went up the forty cent limit yesterday. Soybeans up eighty six because of that. So uh, we'll take a a little uh, deeper and, look at that. And speaking of egg education. I caught last night that uh, Amy Gerhardt over at Nielsville will be the next president. She is elected president-elect of the Wisconsin Agricultural Educators Association. Oh, good. They uh, had their meeting. We'll have to find out about the awards and uh, what instructors from our area here in high school and post-secondary education were recognized. But congratulations to Amy over there at Nielsville. Does a good job and saw her at the Nielsville Dairy Breakfast here a couple of weeks ago. And, of course, she had... She had her kids working with the community there in Nielsville and a great breakfast at the Opelt Farm. So, lots going on. So, what are you, uh, what are you drinking this morning? I know it's from Revolution Coffee, but what is it? You got, you got it. I've got my Sumatra blend this morning going because that's my all-time favorite, and I just can't get off of some of my all-time favorites. But you know, I think one of it's, these days it's Thursday, and I know what you're thinking. I should be doing this <laughs> afternoon, and that. Hint, hint, maybe I can go and get a scone down there on the main drag in, Niels, or in Black River Falls, and uh, I might just do that. All right. Well, that would be a good thing, too. And just yeah. one time, one time, I sit here thinking, one of these mornings he's going to surprise me and tell me he's drinking Lord knows what, but it won't be breakfast blender Sumatra. <laughs> but not a very adventuresome guy, are you? I'm not where it comes to my morning coffee, but then when I get down there, I get some of those, even cold uh, drinks, the cold coffee drinks, and the different mixes that they have. My favorite Einstein uh, drink that really lights you up, and those those aren't even the adult drinks. But wow. Some is great wines and some great beers they have there, that, too. Has that Einstein rubbed off yet at all? Uh, that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> what I, I learned that long ago. You hang out with the smart kids, and uh, sometimes it rubs off. And if nothing else, people say, well, he must be one of the smart kids because he's hanging around the smart well, kids. Well, yeah, you're smart enough to figure that out. Go enjoy your yep. Sumatra, and we'll talk to you in a little while. All right. All right. There goes Scott this morning. As we said, we're looking at some July weather. Weather on Wax brought to you by Marquardt Motors. Think Buick at, uh, at Marquardt, the Encore GX and Buick Envision, Elite Technology Safety Essentials, and their one cool-looking ride.
Check them out, MarquardMotors.com. Well, it's going to be sunny to partly sunny right on through the first part of next week. Temperatures in the 80s the next couple of days. Looks like uh, 90s over the weekend, back into the 80s. The next chance of rain, probably not until next Thursday, a week from today. So plenty of time to make some more hay and watch the corn grow. Pretty nice right now. Everybody pretty much in the 60s. Medford 55, Rice Lake 58, but it's clear. No fog this morning. We're 62 right now in Eau Claire. Oh, boy. Is this one two? No, three. Tex, you look stressed. What's up? What's it? Oh, I'm helping the fellers at Prestige Kia appraise all these trade-ins. Math is hard, Bubba. No, Tex, it's easy. Just put six grand on this one. On that old beater, Bubba? I think somebody put some wacky tobacco in your cigars. <laughs> no, Tex. At Prestige Kia, trade-ins are worth more now than ever. Plus, during the month of July, Prestige Kia will donate $100 to local veterans groups for every new improvement on vehicle sold. That's right. Prestige Kia has been helping our local veterans for years. Bubba, we love the veterans. That's right, Tex. So we need to put some crazy money on these trades. Trade and upgrade for thousands less at Prestige Kia. Even if you owe up to $10,000 more than your trade is worth, we want it. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% APR for 66 months. Spend less and get more only at Prestige Kia, the home of the Prestige Kia Lifetime Warranty. Just one mile north of I-94 on Highway 93 in Eau Claire or visit spendlessgetmore.com. 0 APR is 1515 for thousand finance with approved credit. Sale in 731. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 62 degrees right now. We're going about 84. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM. WAXX Eau Claire. Morning news. NBC News Radio. I'm Trey Thomas. A Manhattan grand jury is indicting the Trump Organization and one of its top executives. The indictments have been filed against Alan Weisselberg, the CFO of former President Donald Trump's company. The specific charges are unknown, as the indictments won't be unsealed until Thursday. It's related to an investigation led by District Attorney Cyrus Vance Jr., The confirmed death toll from the South Florida building collapse is up to 18. Miami-Dade County Mayor Daniela Levine Caba said two of the latest victims were children ages 4 and 10. So any loss of life, especially given the unexpected, unprecedented nature of this event, is a tragedy. But the loss of our children is too great to bear. Search and rescue operations have been ongoing for seven days as crews move through the debris in hopes of finding survivors. At least 16 people are in the hospital after police attempted to safely detonate illegal fireworks Wednesday evening, rocking South Los Angeles. Johnny D'Agostini has details. LAPD seized at least 5,000 pounds of illegal fireworks and homemade explosives from a home near 27th and San Pedro streets. While trying to safely manage the cash, a massive explosion went off, damaging nearby homes and cars and leaving at least nine people hurt. A bomb squad truck was also destroyed in the blast. No evacuation orders have been issued in the area, although investigations are ongoing. Use of recreational marijuana is now legal in Connecticut. Under the new law in effect today, it's legal for those 21 and older to have and use, but not to buy or sell. Pot can be smoked in public with some restrictions. Users cannot grow their own until July 1st of 2023. You're listening to NBC News Radio. 
I'm excited, and you will be, too, because we are going to Panama and Costa Rica October 30th to November 8th. We had this plan last year, remember, but because of the COVID pandemic, we had to postpone, never cancel. One of the things we will do, of course, is get on a ship in the Pacific Ocean, get off in the Atlantic Ocean, because we're going to cruise through the Panama Canal. We'll also visit a coffee plantation, dairy farm. We'll go to the RNL Volcano National Park. We'll see all kinds of wildlife in that part of the world in the Mont. Verde Cloud Forest Preserve. We'll visit and mingle with native cultures. We'll cruise a wildlife refuge, and we'll have lots of fun in the beautiful warm weather in Panama and Costa Rica at the end of October, the 1st of November. Call Holiday Vacations for a free brochure, 888-554-5208. Again, that's 888-554-5208. Plan to join us in Panama and Costa Rica October 30th through November 8th. Keep moving ahead with the summer tire event at Sherrill Tire and Service Centers. Factory pricing on tires now through July 2nd. Get up to $150. Get online or mail-in rebates on a select set of four installed Goodyear tires with a Goodyear credit card. Subject to credit approval. Get to Sherrill Tire for the summer tire event today. Sherrill Tire and Service Centers. Clover, Stevens Point, Weston, Wisconsin Rapids, Marshfield, and Medford. And online at SherrillTire.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's take a quick check of our weather. and It won't take long because for the next, oh, five, six, seven days, it's going to be pretty much partly sunny to fully sunny and highs mostly in the 80s and 90s. 84 today, 83 tomorrow. Full sun on Saturday, it looks like, and 91, 93 on Sunday under partly sunny. Monday, 89, and cooling off actually on Tuesday, cooling off to 79, partly sunny, but it looks like the next best chance for rain won't be until next Thursday, a week from today. 58 in Rice Lake, 55 in Medford, 61 in Wausau, Marshfield, Green Bay this morning, 66 in La Crosse, 64 in Madison, Sun Prairie, Milwaukee, and it's 62 right now in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls area. It's a beautiful morning out there. We'll see what those markets, see how beautiful they are this morning. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance Keeping Wisconsin strong Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Central Wisconsin State Fair in Marshfield. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win tickets to the Central Wisconsin State Fair. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Education and entertainment will be highlighted at Farm Technology Days in Eau Claire County, July 20th through the 22nd. Chris Cruzy, who shot to prominence on The Voice, will be there to entertain all three days during the midday. And plan to get your raffle tickets as one of the grand prizes will be a private concert for you and your guests put on by Chris and his band. Plan to be entertained and educated on the latest in agricultural technology at Farm Technology Days in Eau Claire County at Huntsinger Farms, July 20th through the 22nd. And buy your tickets online now at www.wifarmtechdays.com. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yes, we are getting close to Farm Tech Days, Northern Wisconsin State Fair, Wisconsin FFA Convention, you name it, it's coming up. Well, let's get a look at some of our markets courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance, buying your tickets to the fair. Scott, how do the cash livestock numbers look? 
Fed beef steers are at 115 to 124 with a mix selling 89 to 114. Fed beef heifers 114 to 120 and a quarter with a mixed 98 to 113. Fed Holstein steers 104 to 112 with select and choice 50 to 103. Cows are at 50 to 65 with top selling 66 to 72. Bulls are at 61 to 97. On the hog side, butcher hogs 75 to 98. Sows 36 to 57. And boars 18 and a half to 23 and a half. New crop market lambs are at 205 to 250. And feeder lambs 125 to 325. All right, sir, and we'll catch up with you in just a little while. Okay. There goes Scott this morning and taking a look at uh, futures on the Mercantile Exchange for Livestock. June live cattle, 122.50. That was down a nickel. August, though, was up 80 cents at 122.72. October, 128.15, up 40. And December cattle, 132.10, up 32. Feeder cattle were down across the board. August, 154.62, down 277. September feeders, 157.42, down 237. October, at 159.52, down 205. November, 160.97, down 157. In January, feeders at 161.45, down 92. Lean hog carcass contracts. The July contract uh, was up 107.45. That was up a half a dollar. August, 103.25, down 37. October, 87.27, down 47. December, at 80.07. That was down 25. Well, it was kind of a wild ride on the board yesterday with that uh, proc, that uh, report on planting, ending stocks. Planting was up from a year ago, but not where the traders thought it would be, and ending stocks down significantly, and we'll talk about that. But corn finished yesterday, limit up 40 cents. Soybeans up 86 cents. But uh, overnight, the trade saw December corn up another 7 at 5.95. December oats down a nickel at 389. The December wheat down three at 681. November soybeans dropped two cents overnight from the 86 cent close up yesterday. November soybeans 1397 a bushel. Meal up 260 a ton at 381.40. Barrel cheese down a quarter a cent at 150 and a quarter. The blocks up a penny at 155 and a quarter. And uh, butter down a penny at 174. The uh, June class three will be released today. According to the reports we saw, so we'll get the official June class three later today. July down six, closing sixteen ninety one. August down nine at seventeen thirteen. September down sixteen at seventeen thirty four. October down sixteen at eighteen eleven. Ten minutes after five o'clock. What about the soybeans? Our Scott Schultz had a chance to talk with Damon Smith, plant pathologist down there for field crops at the university, about uh, what he's seeing. We'll hear all about that next on Wax. The leader in tractor technology just increased its lead, introducing the world's largest mechanical four-wheel drive tractor, the Fent 1000 series. This Fent tractor, up to 517 horsepower, features the world-renowned CBT transmission and 12.4-liter man motor. Though the machine competes with the articulated tractor market, it is still as maneuverable as smaller frame tractors, making suitable for more applications. Furthermore, it's sold and serviced by Lynn Lindstrom Equipment, making it the perfect package. Visit Lindstrom Equipment in Modena and Menominee today for the best in Fenty equipment. Same name, same family-owned business for over 50 years. You want more from a compact or utility tractor, and at Lindstrom Equipment, you'll find more. More of the newest Massey Ferguson tractors offering more versatility. 
more durability, and more performance. Stop by today and find out how Massey Ferguson is expanding the possibilities of what a great tractor can be and why a Massey Ferguson will be the last tractor you'll ever need. Come see the Massey Ferguson Compact and Utility Tractors at Lindstrom Equipment in Modena and Menominee. Same name, same family-owned business for over 50 years. Eau Claire Memorial Crematory. Find us at smithfuneralec.com. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's talk about soybeans again. This morning with field crop pathologist Damon Smith from UW-Madison. Soybean update brought to you by the Wisconsin Soybean Association and the Wisconsin Soybean Board. How are those soybeans looking out there disease-wise, Damon? Well, you know, the the dry weather is kind of a catch-22 for us because, you know, we could really use more moisture. But on the flip side, that low moisture has kept, you know, a lot of the disease situations we typically see kind of at bay this year. But, you know, we're we're starting to turn a little rainy here again, and we're getting more humid, and the temps are coming up. You know, we're getting that kind of soupier weather that we, you know, typically associate with some diseases. So I think we got to kind of keep an eye on what's what's coming and uh, watch forecasts and kind of anticipate uh, some of the disease situation that could be impending. But for the most part, things are looking okay, uh, despite, you know, a little bit of drought stress. Well, that sounds hopeful, at least. You developed an app for some of this stuff. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, you know, one of the diseases we, we uh, typically look out for this time of year is white mold. Uh, pretty significant problem for us, probably, you know, behind soybean cyst nematode, the, the second most important disease here in the state. And uh, one of the issues with trying to manage white mold is trying to understand, you know, whether the weather's conducive or not. And the fungus is really sensitive to that weather, and it makes that decision, you know, should we put a fungicide on during the bloom period, should we not? It makes that decision really difficult. And so what we've developed is an app called Sporecaster. Uh, The Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board uh, supported the development of that app. Uh, We've had that app now in, in, um, you know, in the public sector now for three or four years, and uh, we're seeing good results with that. Uh, app. So that tool is freely available for both the Android and iPhone platforms. You can download it for free uh, on your phone. And once you once you get in there, you just kind of set up your, your field locations using your GPS coordinates, or you can click and drop a pin on a map there, get that field set up. And then you can run scenarios on a daily basis and just see, you know, what's the weather like? Is it is the weather been conducive for uh, disease risk? Should I start thinking about uh, maybe uh, pulling the trigger on a fungicide application? You know, because I got soybeans that are blooming, the, the canopy's closed, and these weather conditions have been conducive. So the app, uh, you know, it's not a it's not a 100% perfect tool, but it is definitely a tool there to help you make that complicated decision and kind of wrap your head around. You know, as the, are the is the weather and and are the conditions ripe for uh, disease disease development right now? And should I be? That's Damon Smith, field crops pathologist at the University of Wisconsin at Madison, with another soybean update brought to you by the Wisconsin Soybean Association and the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board. I'm Scott Schultz. Thank you, Scott. And again, that app is available. You can download that and get it, and it is free. And I know I'll tell you, he's uh, Damon's adapted uh, a lot of different conditions to apps, not only for soybeans, but for other crops as well. So, again, you can download that and be in good shape. Quarter after five at Wax, 
We'll get some farm news, get uh, some of the numbers from that report yesterday. Scott will join us next. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's the grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for money-saving member benefits, like savings on select Ford trucks and more. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, let's get some farm news. And Scott, a little detail. What's that report? What did it show yesterday? Oh, yesterday's USDA acreage and quarterly green stock report shows farmers planted more corn and soybeans this spring than they did last year. Planted corn acres are estimated at 92.7 million acres, up 2% from 2020, while soybean plantings are up 5% to 87.6 million acres. The report also projects this year's corn harvest will be at 14.956 billion bushels on yields of 177 bushels an acre, 2% more than last fall. The soybean harvest is expected to come in at 4.335 billion bushels on yields of 50 bushels an acre. The report also projected U.S. corn stocks on the 1st of June were 4.11 bushel a, uh, billion bushels, down 18% from a year ago and the lowest in the last seven years. Soybean stocks on June 1st were 767 million bushels, 44% less than last year. Yesterday we told you that the USDA economists are predicting food prices will go up this year, and today we have proof. The Farm Bureau Federation has surveyed food prices around the country for favorite items on the 4th of July cookout menu and found prices are higher. The Wisconsin Farm Bureau report shows the average cost to feed a party of 10 at the Independence Day cookout will be $60.35. That's $3.88 more than the price in 2019, the year before the pandemic. Nationally, the price is about $59.50, about $5 more than in 2019. The farmer's share of the cost comes to 14 $15.3 cents for every dollar spent on food. Next week, it's back to normal times for the Wisconsin FFA as they're set to hold an in-person state convention next week, Monday through Thursday, at the Alliant Energy Center in Madison. It'll be the FFA's 92nd state convention. Their theme this year is unstoppable yeah good theme that is for sure and actually they'll start monday night with the kind of a a vespers program right. just to kind of get started the convention will already start with a lot of the, the competition speaking competition and that sort of stuff on tuesday morning so it'll be uh it'll be good to be back all right sir we'll uh, get you back here in just a little while all right all right there goes scott this morning yeah, it'll start uh, on Monday evening about 6 o'clock with early registration. And 8.30, they'll have a reflections program, and I'm sure that will be uh, very, very moving this year with the situation with the loss of Jeff Hicken and, uh, again, appreciation for being back in a live convention. And uh, it should be a good one down there. And, Matt, looking forward to getting down there. All right, coming up, we got some things that uh, we're going to talk about. The cattlemen were on the move over the weekend. 
This past week, they took a uh, cattleman's tour in Wisconsin, and our resident cattleman, Aaron Zimmerman, toured along with them. We'll hear what Aaron's got to say, and we talk to the cattleman next on Wax. If you're looking for a better feeding solution for your dairy, beef, and other livestock, then you want to talk to Star Blends, a Wisconsin company that's been helping Midwest farm families by providing high-quality feed, dairy nutrition, and commodity contracting for more than 20 years. They'll feed your animals like they're their own. They're driven, curious, resourceful, and respectful. Starblends doesn't just sell feed for animals. They're in the business to help farmers improve their livelihood. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. The world is opening up and a lot of organizations are getting back together and that's a good thing. Bob Bosol here at the northern end of the world's longest barn in our Resident cattleman Aaron Zimmerman had a chance to get together with some of your cohorts, Aaron, for a recent tour. What was that all about? Yes, sir, and it was a really great turnout for the Wisconsin Cattlemen Summer Tour. Aaron Zimmerman here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, and I got a chance on Saturday to hang along with them, learn a little bit more, and network with all these people that I know and even meet some new people. We started out the morning at Roach Green and Cattle in Columbus, learned about their crops, their cattle, and their compost operation. Then we moved on to Johnson Sausage in Rio, where we talked a little bit about, you know, what's going on in the meat processing side of things, Did got some business done for the Wisconsin cattlemen. And then at night and the evening, we moved on to Marta Angus in Lodi, where we had a delicious meal, and they presented some awards. One of those awards being the Environmental Stewardship Award that they present every year. And this year, that went to Jerry Huth and Josh Scharf of Huth Pold Herefords up in Oakfield, Wisconsin. And uh, they have a rotational grazing project where they're working with the Wisconsin DNR to work on conservation. And, and Jerry says that he thinks that it is his his and our responsibility to really take care of the land and be good stewards of it. And grazing cattle is one way that he can do that. Well, about four or five years ago, he went into a, a relationship with the Wisconsin DNR to uh, take some of their land, their public land, and start a grazing project on it, a rotational grazing project on it. The land lies immediately to the west of our farm. And it was uh, big work getting this property in shape, but uh, starting to show some benefits now. So tell me a little bit, once you came on board, some of the things that you brought to the table and things that you worked on to really get this going off the ground. Sure. Well, initially, there was a lot of work with fencing it off. Like Jerry said, it's about 135 acres. So there's a lot of work with fencing. We had to lay 6,000 feet of water line. So there was, initially there was a lot of work just with the infrastructure. From there we had to go into what we were going to do to improve the forage. We started out with a lot of clipping with tractors and skid loaders and brush hogs. And then we brought the cattle on and we've seen a lot of good results with the cattle. Uh, we've overwintered out there and that's brought on a lot of good results. And going into our fourth year, it's it's probably the best quality that it's been so far and, and improving. So Sure. So I heard you mention before that the ground maybe wasn't completely suitable for grazing the way it was. And so you talk about some of the things you did to get it started. What, you know, did the cattle do and how can you portray that to people that cattle really upcycle these grass? and certain things into proteins and they really are good for the environment as well. 
Well, first of all, what cattle are doing out there is they're providing fertilizer all day long. Out. And when, especially when we were out wintering those first couple of years, we really intensively kept them in small areas so that fertilizer was, was really focused in certain spots. And we also we fed hay that was heavy in clover seed, and they passed that clover on. And immediately the next year, we started seeing clover go through. And obviously they're, they're eating and they're allowing that clover to pop through and the, the woody forage is starting to disappear and we're starting to see the more desirable things come through. Tell me then, why from a beef cattle producer standpoint, why environmental sustainability is so important to your operation, to the industry as a whole and just in general, and why you really wanted to focus on that? Well, being a very religious man, it's, it, it's our responsibility to take care of God's creation. And uh, we feel this is a way of doing it. You know, as I said a little bit earlier, is that there are 30 million beef cows out there tonight and their offspring, and they're all eating grass. And when they eat that grass, they clip it, they make that plant, optimizes the photosynthesis, which optimizes carbon sequestering, and uh, they leave behind uh, fertilizer in the form of manure, and they're creating a dense protein product that's extremely high in zinc and, and B12 and other vitamins. Tell me a little bit, you talk about how many cows are really out there grazing. And, you know, we talk about there's a lot of land, especially, too, as you go out west, that's maybe not suitable for crops. But why is it so important that we get cattle on that and use that ground instead of just maybe leaving it be and and not doing anything with it? Well, just like this land was, it was just overgrown with woody vegetation. If you go way out west, I was out in California, and, and you're seeing a lot of the problems that they're having with wildfires because of all the understory that's out there that hasn't been grazed off over the years. So you have to reduce that uh, that biomass, and so it's uh, in, into a more environmentally friendly uh, situation. It's interesting out, out in that area, they have a lot of conservation land that they are actually encouraging the same thing that the DNR is in here is is cattle grazing to make it more viable and more friendly to the environment and to the world. So tell me just a little bit about the cow herd and how you've expanded or changed if you've had to since you started this project. We have expanded the operation. Uh, We have two herds up there. I have a herd of registered Hereford cattle that I started a long time ago. When Josh uh, came on board, uh, we are a partner in a commercial cow-calf operation, a Hereford Angus crossbred operation, uh, two-breed rotational, and we've been able to expand numbers by about uh, 50 cows. Tell me a little bit back to this partnership with the DNR. Kind of tell me how you got set up with it and why you think it's a really important partnership, and then how other cattle producers can maybe get involved in similar things that you've had going. Well, it made a lot of sense for us because the land borders Jerry's property. And so it, it started with a phone call to James Christophilus, who works for the DNR, and he was interested, and it kind of escalated from there. We, we had a couple of meetings, and we, we wrote up a contract. We figured out how we were going to get the infrastructure done. It's, it's important because we can accomplish mutual goals. You know, a lot of times I think it seems like there's the government and there's us and there's this wall between us, but we can work together and there's we can we can accomplish these things and we can do it without burning land, we can do it without spraying all sorts of chemicals on the land. We can do it largely without machinery and we can change change the forage for for what we want and for what the DNR is working for and for what's good for the wildlife too.
Yes, and, and, and follow up on that, if you come over to our operation and anyone's invited to come on over, just, just give us a call, is if you walk through it, you'll see much more pollinators out there, butterflies, bees floating around. Uh, the hunting success on the property has increased since we started this project. It just has so many more benefits, not only to us as cattlemen, but also to the uh, general public for, uh, for their use. That's just one example of how Wisconsin cattle producers are helping to be stewards of the land and help the environment through proper management of their cattle herd. That again was Jerry Huth and Josh Scharf of Huth Pold Herefords in Oakfield, Wisconsin, the 2021 recipients of the Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association Environmental Stewardship Award. Thank you, Aaron. Aaron Zimmerman, yes. Cattlemen, all farmers working to make our environment better. 27 and a half minutes after 5 o'clock. Again, we're looking about 84 today, partly sunny, and 62 right now. 83 tomorrow. Weekend's going to be warm. 91 on Saturday with sunshine. Partly sunny on Sunday, 93. 89 on Monday. Cooling off, 79 on Tuesday, but still partly sunny. And again, next Thursday, looks like the best chance of a area-wide rain. We may see some pop-up showers, but uh, not any real rain until a week from today, it looks like. Now, we'll check with Kelly later on, but we're going to check with Rocky next, find out what's going on at Premier Livestock in Withy. Last March, we had to postpone our Panama-Costa Rica farm tour, but it's back on October 30th to November 8th. We're going to Panama and Costa Rica on a farm tour, and we're going to cruise through the new Panama Canal, go to a dairy farm, coffee plantation. We're going to visit the native cultures, cruise a wildlife refuge, so much more. Call Holiday Vacations, 888-554-5208. Get yourself a brochure as we go to Costa Rica and Panama October 30th through November 8th with Holiday Vacations. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And Rocky joins us. Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Did you hear that news story about the uh, fireworks that blew up in California and just blew up? <laughs> it blew up the police truck that goes and uh, tries to keep those things under control. Their bomb unit truck blew it up. Did you hear about I did that? Not. I did not. Yeah, I thought about you and fireworks because when I was <laughs> in the service, you're from Missouri, and when I was uh, down at Fort Leonard Wood, there were fireworks all over in Missouri, weren't there? Oh, yeah. They sell them on about every street corner. <laughs> no, it's just like buying gum. <laughs> yeah, you're out. I don't think that's going to change down there. Did you ever uh, blow off anything or blow up anybody's cat or anything like that? Not, not that I'm going to talk about. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> all right, well, it's warm out there, but uh, we got uh, cattle. Mo- what? First of all, what's the status for Fourth of July weekend uh, and Monday? We will be open Monday, regular okay. business on Monday. All right, sounds like a plan. But uh, catch us up on what's been going on this week. Uh, thank you, Bob, and good morning, everyone. This is how yesterday's dairy cattle auction shaped up. We sold 350 head of dairy cattle. Auction featured uh, two tie stall herds. Market was definitely lower yesterday. Uh, some excellent, excellent buying opportunities the last several weeks. Top fresh cows brought 1,300 to 1,650. Uh, many other decent cows, 9 to 1,275. Lesser quality and blemish cows, 875 and down. Better quality Holstein spring and heifers sold 900 to 1,375. Lesser quality spring and 
Brian Heifer's 875 and down. Next week, uh, we do have a big dairy cattle auction. We're expecting 400 head of dairy cattle next week. we got three complete herd dispersals. We've got a really nice herd of 150 Holstein uh, freestall cows. Cows are milked in a tie stall. 40 years of AI breeding uh, coming out of Camp Douglas. Herd number two, we got 112 uh, uh, Holstein and crossbred certified organic grass-fed cows uh, and spring and heifers are coming out of Iowa. Herd number three, we got 70 certified organic crossbred cows and spring and heifers coming out of Minnesota. We also got a nice load of registered Holstein and red Holstein cows. Uh, the right kind, uh, deep pedigree cows are coming from Todd Stanick out of Fall Creek. Again, full uh, details with pictures on our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Also, don't forget next week, Tuesday, special feeder cattle auction also featuring beef breeding bulls, bred beef cows, and cow-calf pairs. As always, uh, we're out in the country every day looking at livestock. If you'd like us to look at yours, give us a call. Any questions, anytime, call us 715-229-2500, and that's how it's shaped up, Bob. Now, are we back to normal? This JBS yes. thing with the computers is over, and the, said the packing plants are open and buyers are out? Yep, we just need to open about 10 other packing plants, and we'll be good to go, though. Yeah, I see there's a... I got a news story about a big one that's going to be opening... Where yeah, is it? They're, they're going to build it. Yeah, in Iowa someplace. They're going to yep, build a big yep, one. Yep. Yeah. yeah, no, that they need to keep doing that. That's what we need. So. Yeah, and uh, independent ones, too. That would be wonderful. It so. certainly would. All right, thanks, All right. Rocky. Have Thank a good you. fourth. You bet. You do. There goes Rocky Olson over there. Premier, we'll get that news out for you. I saw that about a... Packing plant. Somebody's looking to build a. Well, it's all in the works, and they got the. You know, I don't. I don't know if they started the footings yet, but uh, the plan is in place. Before we get to our weather, as of today, this is interesting. I think as of today, July first, by law, President Biden no longer has the use of trade promotion authority or fast track, and so far the administration hasn't submitted any legislation to Congress to reauthorize that power for the president. The expiring authorization was actually signed into law by President Obama way back in 2015. Now, that power, if you're not familiar with fast-track authority, gives the president the authority to negotiate trade deals with other countries and then bring the deal to Congress for an up-or-down vote with no amendments allowed. That's fast-track authority. Now, the expiring fast-track was supposed to end in 2018, But it was extended when then-President Donald Trump asked for an extension, and the Congress gave it to him. So that's going to be something to keep an eye on. Fast-track authority for the president. It is gone as of now. And, you know, nothing moves quickly through the Congress. So how long it may take to get that back again, if the administration even applies for it, we'll wait and see. We're also going to get our weather. It's going to be a pretty nice stretch of weather here for picnicking, swimming, hanging, whatever you want to do. Hi, this is Angie, and it's rebate time at Furnish123. Yes, I said rebate time. Come in now and save. Buy a new living room set and use the 20% rebate towards accessories to brighten your space. Buy a new dining set and use the 20% rebate towards a new bedroom set. The choice is up to you. Furniture buying made easy at Furnish123 in Eau Claire and Rice Slate. Furnish123. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 26 minutes before 6 o'clock, and let's get over to Skywarn 13 in the weather room where Kelly Slifka is there with the windows open, the top down. It's a gorgeous morning, Kelly. Love it. 
Uh, it is really nice out there, and it's going to stay that way. I looked at uh, your WEAU 13 weather. It looks like next Thursday is the best chance for an area-wide rain, huh? Yeah, it looks like we, uh, you know, after the last week or so, we've uh, had some pretty good rains, which we needed, obviously. But now we uh, are going to be in store for some dry weather and uh, can't be a more perfect time as we head in the holiday weekend. And it will be heating up this weekend, but the next couple of mornings are going to be very pleasant. I, mean, I don't know if you can ask for much better weather. Uh, we are looking at a lot of sunshine today. We are under a northerly flow that's coming out of Canada, so that will keep our temperatures and the humidity down a little bit. I'm still expecting a high of 84, but going to be very comfortable with mostly sunny skies and low humidity. Tonight will be nice and cool as we get down to uh, 54 with clear skies. Tomorrow, 84 sunshine. It does heat up this weekend. Sunshine on Saturday, 91. 92 on the 4th of July on Sunday. And we should see a lot of sunshine then. Maybe a couple of isolated storms early next week. But as mentioned, it looks like most of the next week or so is going to be pretty dry. Right now in Eau Claire with clear skies, 61 degrees. I'm Sky 113 meteorologist Kelly Slipka. Oh, this was nice, I'll tell you. Not even too many bugs out there. Uh, yeah, I, I guess, you know, I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, I haven't seen too many either. Not mosquitoes well, or should, nothing, yeah. You should be able to tell that as a bike rider. Well, I'm too fast for the bugs. I'm too fast. They, oh. can't, they can't catch up with me. <laughs> nope. nope. And you take your teeth out when you ride, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you a bug shield on my there face. There you go. Thanks, Kelly. You bet. Kelly Slifka over there at Skywarn 13 this morning looking at our weather. Again, 61 right now, 84 today. It's going to be a good one. We're going to get some more news. We've got lots of markets to get to. It's a Thursday morning at Wax. The Equity Altoona Livestock Market, part of the Equity Co-op Livestock Sales Association, is now part of Cattle USA's live cattle auction service where you can live stream the auctions directly to you from the livestock sale. Simply go to CattleUSA.com, click on Login, and create an account. That includes following the twice-monthly feeder cattle sales at Altoona that always start at noon. Sign up and sign in for those sale dates all the way to the end of the year. And also don't forget, the Stratford Equity Market has dairy sales the first and third Tuesdays of every month. For those who work in acres... Not in hours. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 61 degrees, 84 the high today. Partly sunny, it'll be a dandy. 23 minutes before 6 o'clock. And our Scott joins us, put down the Sumatra, and what? tell us what's going on in some more of the news. Yesterday's search for a missing plane and its pilot in Clark County is over. The Clark County Sheriff yesterday asked farmers between Curtis and New Richmond and between Curtis and Marshfield to help look for that airplane. Deputies say they found the plane's wreckage and the pilot yesterday afternoon not far from Curtis, and the pilot was dead. The cause for the crash has not been determined, and local and federal investigators are are looking into it. There's a manhunt underway in the Northwoods, the Oneida County Sheriff's Office, say they're looking for a suspect in a fatal shooting that happened yesterday near the town of Pelican. Deputies found a woman shot to death along the side of a road. The county sheriff said they're looking for 30-year-old Christopher Anderson. His photos are online. So are the descriptions of the vehicles, one of which he might be driving. Lawmakers at the Wisconsin Capitol have to wait and see what the governor will do to the state's new $87.5 billion state budget. The Wisconsin Senate approved the plan last night. The budget spends less and in different places than what the governor wanted. The Republicans also cut taxes in the new spending plan. Governor Evers can sign the budget as is, veto it entirely, or use that long-standing line-item veto to rewrite portions of the budget to suit his liking. Young drivers in 
Wisconsin are going to have to prove they can drive to get their driver's license. Lawmakers in Madison this week reinstated the state's driving test. Wisconsin Department of Transportation officials eliminated the driving portion of the test during the coronavirus outbreak and was asking to make that change permanent. Lawmakers eliminated, they eliminated that waiver and ordered the test resumed. UW-Madison quarterback Graham Mertz is ready to cash in on his name and likeness. Mertz this week debuted his new personal logo. That logo combines his initials, G and M, and twists them so they look like his jersey number five. Mertz is one of the first college football players to move on the NCAA's new rules for name, image, and likeness payments. The NCAA says student-athletes will be allowed to profit from endorsements, autographs, and other deals. Of course, they will not be paid to play. And Bucks fans are trying to figure out what no structural damage means. The team yesterday said Giannis hyperextended his left knee, but there's no structural damage. Giannis is listed as doubtful for tonight's Western Division Championship Game 5 at Pfizer Forum. Fans hope he can return for at least one game this series or return for the NBA Finals if the Bucks make it that far. And personally, I have running through my brain that old image of Knicks, the Knicks' Willis Reed limping onto the court to play in Game 7 of that historic 1970 Finals game against the Lakers. Remember old Willis came out there and the fans went nuts and... I think he only so made. I think he made a basket up. or two, but I think the I think the Knicks yeah. won that game, didn't they? I don't remember. They, they won it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, maybe yep. he can. Maybe he can do that. I'll tell you. They got to find some inspiration <laughs> someplace after that egg they yep. laid the other night. You bet. We'll see. You but bet. the Brewers, the Brewers can keep on hitting. That would be okay for me. I felt so sorry they had that young kid that came up to pitch his first game. <laughs> And he gave up seven runs in the first inning. He never made it out of the – I felt so sorry for him. That's his memory of being a major league player. Wow. Welcome to the majors. Yeah, I guess so. It's a little different than but the minors. The brooms the brooms were nice to have out yesterday, Boy, that's for they? sure, yeah. Go behind 7 to nothing in the first inning and win 15-7. to seven. That's, that's pretty bet. good stuff. All right, sir, we will talk to you after a while. All right. All right, there goes Scott this morning. And uh, again, as we look ahead, the Wisconsin 92nd FFA convention is all set in person. State convention also all sessions will be live stream for those that uh, you know don't feel comfortable going or can't get there. You can live stream them, and of course they say schedule is subject to change if something would happen. But again, it's going to start Monday, July 5th, and registration will start at six o'clock at. 6 o'clock p.m., and then a reflections program at 8.30. Then Tuesday morning, they'll really get involved in it. 8 o'clock in the morning, the state leadership development events. That's in-person competition. Creed speakers, prepared, extemporaneous, discussion meet, parliamentary procedure, quiz bowl, and the ag issues competition. And also the state proficiency winners will put up their displays in the main lobby at the Alliant Energy Center, and then at 8.30, the convention registration will open. 8.30 on Tuesday morning, FFA band, and uh, lots of good things as always. And as we said, unstoppable is the theme of this year's Wisconsin FFA State Convention. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to some markets because there were a lot of them yesterday. Let's go to the uh, Barron sale barn. 
find out what happened yesterday. Amber has all the numbers for us. Cow cows, the top 20% sold from 56 to 69.50, topping out at 70.50. 60% sold from 38 to 55, and the bottom 20% sold from 36 and down. Calves, quality Holstein bull calves sold from 50 to 120, topping out at 160. Light and poor quality calves sold from 40 and down. Beef calves sold from 100 to 232.50. Our next sheep and goat sale is July 17th at 10 a.m. If you have any questions, please contact Al at 715-536-5618. Thank you and have a good day. Wendy's only serves one kind of breakfast, a better one. And right now, the sausage egg and Swiss croissant, bacon egg and Swiss croissant, and honey butter chicken biscuit are all just two for $4. Nice. The new Grand Wagoneer is available. Find out all the details at Chilson.com. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. More markets to get to from the equity barns. We get on to the Sparta barn, and Scott Herman has the numbers. Slaughter cow market was steady today with 20% of the cows selling 60 to 70. 60% of the cows sold 45 to 59, and 20% of the cows sold 44 and down. Slaughter bulls were steady with high-yielding bulls, 80 to 95, with a top of 102. Canner and utility bulls, 79 and down. Fed cattle were steady today with the choice overnight beef steers and heifers, 120 to 126. Select choice beef steers and heifers, 115 to 120. Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers, 105 to 118. Your choice overnight Holstein steers, 105 to 110. Your choice Holstein steers, 98 to 105. And the standard select steers and heifers, 97 and down. Replacement calves were steady with the top Holstein bull calves, a dollar to a dollar fifty. The Holstein heifer calves, ten to eighty, and the beef calves, two to two thirty-five, with no test on the top. Just a reminder: Thursday is our next dairy feeder sale, with dairy starting at noon and followed by feeders at twelve thirty. Thank you. This has been Scott Herman with your Sparta Equity Market Report. Have a great day. Bureau Wisconsin Sawmill and Prentice is a third-generation family-owned company, a leading producer of dimensional lumber, and they are offering exciting new career opportunities. Bureau is looking for driven, qualified employees for available first and second shift positions, production, second shift forklift operators, maintenance, electricians, and health and safety representatives. Starting wage of $16 an hour, plus a $2,000 sign-on bonus to new hires. Bureau Wisconsin Sawmill is offering a great benefits package, medical, dental, and vision insurance, life insurance, paid time off and paid holidays, wellness screenings, tuition reimbursement, 401k with company match, and so much more. If you are interested in working for a company that delivers the best products and services and has the greatest commitment to their employees, join the family-based team at Bureau Wisconsin Sawmill Facility in Prentice, or please apply online at bieweremployment.com. That's bieweremployment.com. Viewer Lumber is an equal opportunity employer. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And more markets from the equity barns over to Stratford. We go. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? Well, Bob, and good morning to you. We are just great this morning. This is one of these mornings where you uh, uh, sleep with the windows open. Hopefully, you didn't get no rain last night. I don't think we did. But just our nice, nice, nice morning. Humidity has dropped from. Uh, earlier over the weekend so just one of these good summer days and 
Well, we have to welcome July, which is, uh, man, where's this summer going, huh? Yeah, it's uh, June Dairy Month is over, so no more breakfast to talk about. Well, you must have got a good night's sleep then. We'll put you to work. What happened at Stratford? All right, Bob, thank you, and good morning, everyone. A summary from yesterday, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford. We'll start on the feeder cattle sale yesterday. Uh, most of the beef cattle on the sale yesterday were the uh, heavier weight cattle, 600 pounds and over. Most of those were selling from 88 to $1.24. On the Holstein feeder line yesterday, lightweight Holstein feeder steers from 82 to $1.10. Heavier Holstein feeder steers uh, pretty much in a range from 72 to 90 now we'll get into the market sale yesterday. Uh, market cows uh, mostly steady yesterday. Of course, cows on a weaker trend this week with the high-yielding fleshy cows on yesterday's sale from 62 to 68. We did top at 69. Uh, the majority of the cows this week, uh, your average cows, are selling from 45 to 61. Thinner cows, light carcass, plain cows below 45. On the bull trade, better quality bulls mostly from 80 to 90. Lightweight bulls are below 78. Fat cattle continue to be in good demand. Choice grading Holstein steers on yesterday's auction from 92 to $1.08. We had some very fancy high-yielding choice. Strictly prime Holsteins from 109 up to an extreme top of 115. And select grading cattle. Again, a big spread between the choice and the selects. Grading cattle 87 and down. The calf market replacement Holstein bull calves on yesterday's auction weighing 9,230 pounds from 75 to a uh, top of 165. Pepper calves, very limited demand this week, uh, $30 and below. Beef calves on yesterday's auction were selling from 125 to 55. And uh, we are on Thursday. Uh, Thursday auction today does start uh, with market cattle at 11 o'clock. Uh, besides the cows today, we also sell fat cattle and market bulls. Baby calves will be around the noontime hour. And uh, just uh, look the sales schedule next week. Of course, as we mentioned yesterday, Equity Stratford will be open on Monday, July 5th. Our next uh, hay sale will be next Tuesday. Also, our next dairy cattle sale next Tuesday. So, again, folks, if you've cattle that consigned any one of these sales, certainly let us know. We'll put them on the consignment list. Our phone number here is 715 715- Eight seven four one zero one. So, Bob, that's all we have this morning. You folks enjoy the first day of July. It's like it's going to be a good one, but uh, uh, a lot of hay down, and boy, I tell you what, you got now. You can just watch the corn grow at night. Boy, that is for sure, and it uh, should be a good one. Have a good one, Jerry. We'll talk to you in the morning to wrap up the week. You betcha, guys. Thank you. You enjoy the day. There you go, Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Yeah, sixty-eight or sixty-one right now. 84 today. We'll get an update on the birthday. That's next. A lot of people want to know. Wheaton Grain will be paying top dollar for your oats, rye, corn, and soybeans this fall. We are offering grain marketing options that will maximize your profit per acre. At Wheaton Grain, we offer all types of grain contracts to our producers that allow you to eliminate some of your price risk and take advantage of these profitable grain prices. We are a family-owned business and would love to discuss the options that we can offer. Please visit our website at wheatongrain.com for more details or feel free to give us a call at 715-874-6593. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get over to Tree Livestock in Thorpe and uh, check in with Michelle, who, uh, if you didn't know it, had a birthday earlier this week and had a sale to deal with as well. Anybody wish you a happy birthday? Oh, just a few people. 
Did Thank they? you. Well, that's good. Well, that's nice. But yellow yeah. birthday people no, it is nice. Yeah, it really is. Yes, it is very nice. Did yes, some, it was. Did you get some presents that you can share with us on the air? I got some flowers, and I love chocolate, so I got lots of chocolate. And, good. yes, it was good. Lots, right. of, lots of stuff. All right. And you got a big family 4th of July picnic coming up? I think so. I, You know, we kind of planned it, and then I, I'm not really sure what day we're doing it, but we're doing something, so that's oh, all that's that matters, good. right? Yeah. How many candles were on the cake? <laughs> Do you really want to know? <laughs> I think I, you know. I, know. I know, but I'm not sharing that. That's All right. The last thing we'll I'm just doing. say 50. What? 50. There was 50. Yes. You, there was well, 50. I, and, you, and I'm really, like, you know, some people can't handle it. I'm just like, you know what? I was 49 on Tuesday and I'm 50 on Wednesday. Who cares, right? That's exactly right. It's a, that's just it's a number. It's only a number. Exactly right. Oh, I'm it, glad it, you feel that way. <laughs> that's why I might get in trouble. <laughs> oh. Well, I heard that you were a little hesitant on that. So oh, that's okay. there's no we're, way I'm no all. way I'm sharing that. That's not my job. <laughs> you've learned yeah. you've learned your lesson, huh? That is for sure. Well, let's get some more numbers. How did the sale go last night? All right, thank you. About seven minutes to sell from Wednesday, June thirtieth, at Terrain Livestock Market, and in the Slaughter Market, we tapped at sixty nine and a half. This is a consignment by B&B Farms of Greenwood. 80% of the cows, so from 47 and higher market cows, were 60 to 69, low-yielding cows 48 to 59, thin and weak cows 47 and lower. And the Holstein steer market choice and prime, 96 to 111, selects for 94 and down. For beef-type steers and heifers, choice 103 to 118, selects for 96 and lower. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 82 to 87, with utilities at 78 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves went from 80 to $165 per head. We tapped at 171 with a consignment by Dan Keemer of Glen Flora. Lighter and lower quality calves, $30 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were $25 to $85 per head. Beef calves, $90 to $300 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were $67 to $87. Sows were $52 to $72.5. Boars were $26.5 and, and below. Our next will be Monday, July 5th. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have any questions or you'd like an on-farm visit, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all the Fitcher and Livestock, your family owned an upper market. Have a great day. Got any chocolate left? I do, yeah. You, what's your, just, what's your favorite? I, My favorite are those chocolate-like uh, uh, the the gumdrops, oh, like a, a the, assorted chocolate. Yeah, the, well, the gumdrops, you know, the like the clear white uh, middle, you know, that you get oh. in, in those boxes, and there's strawberry filled and all that. But I like the the white. Oh, ones. okay. I'll have to remember that. I'll collect all those yeah. and give those to you. <laughs> I'll bet you will. Let them sit. In, like... Let them sit in the window for a while and melt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah all I'll, I'll right. it all. Well, we appreciate that. And again, a belated happy birthday to you. And have a great Thank weekend, you. Michelle. Hey, you too. Take care. There she goes. That's Michelle, our birthday girl. By golly, that's a trooper. Admits her age. A-plus insulation services, A-plus-insulation-ec.com. Go to A-plus-insulation-ec.com. Wendy's only serves one kind of breakfast, a better one. And right now, the sausage egg and Swiss croissant, bacon egg and Swiss croissant, and honey butter chicken biscuit are all just two for $4. Nice. 
Rest of our markets on the Board of Trade again. It was a wild day yesterday with that uh, report. Corn day trade up 40 cent daily limit. Soybeans up 86. Overnight, December corn up another 7 at 595 this morning. December oats down a nickel at 389. The wheat down 3 at 681. November soybeans down 2 at 1397. October meal up 260 a ton at 381.40. Country elevator prices at uh, Wheat and Grain, Chippewa Falls Wheaton location and their Connorsville location. Corn 654 bushel of beans at 1397. Dummer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. Corn $7 a bushel at those elevators. In Holman, the soybeans 1415. And in Arcadia, soybeans 1420. DTN screen, Golden Plump corn, six seventy a bushel today at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek, six fifty five beans, thirteen ninety four. Osseo, six fifty seven and thirteen ninety four. Elk Mound corn, six fifty seven beans, thirteen ninety nine. Sparta, six seventy five on the corn, fourteen fifteen on the soybeans. And over at Ellsworth, six forty five for the corn, thirteen ninety four on the beans at the ethanol plants. Corn at Boyceville and Stanley, six sixty nine. New Richmond, six sixty seven. Barrel cheese, 150 and a quarter. The blocks up a penny at 155 and a quarter. Butter down a penny, 174. July class three down six, 1691. August down nine at 1713. September and October both down 16, 1734 for September, 1811 for October. As we look at the markets, brought to you by Syngenta. You mean how green that cornfield is? No, I'm talking about the corn stalk that just walked across the road. Yeah, but that mirror of his knee worked great. You know what they say, greener fields, higher yields. I hear you, but a walking corn stalk is still pretty crazy. Mm, can't blame it for choosing greener, healthier Miravis Neo fields. True. Still crazy, though. Miravis Neo fungicide. With improved disease control and increased plant health, it delivers a difference even corn can see. Learn more at SyngentaUS.com slash Miravis Neo. Always read and follow label instructions. 61 degrees, 84, partly sunny. The high today. Enjoyed. It's going to be a nice day. Wax 104.1.